Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau, serving Western Ontario. And Ask BBB brings you information from and about businesses you can trust by featuring business owners and managers who share their experience and insight so that consumers are better informed about products and services they're contracting or purchasing. Later this morning, you'll learn why you shouldn't ask Alexa or Siri to look up phone numbers. Just one of the scams we'll tell you more about. And if you're thinking about selling your home sometime in the next year, you'll be interested in the information on staging that home for sale or redesigning it for enjoyment until you do sell. We'll be talking with Karen McMillan of Best Dressed Homes. Right now, we welcome Mike Marienwald, president of Anchor Realty and North American Auctioneers, to talk about the real estate market. Welcome to Ask BBB, Mike. Great. Thank you very much. I'd like to be here. Mike, is is it still a seller's market in the London-St. Thomas area? Yeah, we have an excellent market in the London area. Still, uh, it's one of the... I've been doing this for 30 years, and it still astonishes me how strong our market is. It's fantastic. Are there any segments of the market that... Uh where that's not true. Well, the uh, it's it can slow down in the upper price ranges uh, somewhat, uh, but really in London we are still extremely well priced. In Ontario, so we still have in all segments a very good market. It's just when you're when you're up, up into the seven hundred and fifty thousand and plus areas, it, that can be a little slower because people tend to be a little pickier as they can be. So in this market where the atmosphere of property selling quickly is the norm, what are some of the things a homeowner might want to think about when choosing an agent? Well, I always think experience and integrity, um, especially integrity. Um, As as a real estate uh, brokerage goes, traditionally you're going to have a broker of record who will help the salespeople along if they have any questions. But you want to find someone who, I guess it's a gut feeling. If you talk to someone, you might interview five or ten realtors, who knows. But if you find someone that you like and they have a decent record where they've said they've been in, you know, they've sold this property and that property, that's the person. If it's a feel-good thing, I would say that's who you want to go for. You have to work for them, with them. It's a relationship. Mike, are there any other check marks when if you're going to do that many interviews and talk to different agents? Are there some check marks then uh, besides that gut feeling? Well, yeah. <laughs> Is there check marks? Um, well, we're all trained, right? We're, we're all trained salespeople or trained brokers. So um, we're all going to have the, the same education. Again, if if you're looking with, for someone who has good negotiating experience, well, that might be one of the questions that you're, you're going to ask. Um, if they're experienced in your area, how much experience do they have in that local area? Because some of the areas, like Old South, Old North, um, North London, maybe some pockets in there, it would be a good idea to find someone who really knows that area. Because as we say, or I say in the in the auction industry too, you have followers, right? People are looking for certain properties in certain areas. And the more you sell in that area, the more you're going to have people looking for you to come up with another property. Is it still possible to sell a property without an agent? And can you walk us through those risks of doing that? Yeah, you can still sell your property uh, on your own if that is what you if, – if you, if you assume, though, that you'd like to save some money, 
you're probably not going to in the end. Again, we're not selling or it's not like a a home renovation, like a drywall or something where you put up the drywall, you make a mistake. And if it's not right, then you hire the person in and give up on, you, you know, you give up on it and you'll hire somebody in to do it properly. With real estate, it's the biggest asset that most people have. Don't take the risk. Uh, to give you an example, if if I would take a home and I, I just we just listed a house in Toronto, and the woman had she she actually wants to sell it and close by the nineteenth of October, and the questions she had asked me and the answers I gave her, I don't know how much value it, it must have increased her initial thought of her value by at least forty thousand or more. Because she was assuming she had uh, so many faults in her property where when I analyzed the I, – I took a look at the survey of the property and what she deemed as uh, as restrictions to her property were extremely minor and one of them actually was in her favor where the neighbor had built onto her property by four and a half feet. Now, that's that's very big but she thought this was this was something that – Everyone's going to have to abide by that. Uh, this person having built the garage, it's not so. It's not so. Whoever buys that property, if they want to re- reclaim that piece, we've spoken with the lawyer now, and they can. So she didn't know that. But this is just one small example that there's more to it. This is not just about trying to get a price. And if we do get a price, there's many different negotiating strategies that a realtor will understand, or most of them will, where you as a, a seller may not. Uh, speaking of that and and uh, when the offers come in, your firm, Anchor Realty and North American Auctioneers, also does real estate auctions. So when is an auction a good idea? Well, everything is kind of an auction in a way right now. <laughs> you have what what I consider closed bid auctions. When is an auction a good idea? It can be a good idea in many circumstances. We auction real estate throughout Canada and we find mostly it's it's when time becomes a factor. If you want to go the traditional method, and it doesn't matter if you sell your house this month or next month and you is you have lots of time on your side, great. We'll take the time if you'd like. But with an auction, we will set a date, usually 30 to 45 days. We'll set a date, and that will be your sale date. You will already predetermine the minimum price that you'll accept and the closing day. Everything is already determined. The only thing we do now is open it up for bids. So are so-called bidding wars similar in a way to an auction? And how does a, a live real estate auction differ from bidding war? Well, a, the bidding wars that we see right now are actually, it's, it's, you might say, it's a closed bid auction. No one knows what's going on. And it's something that, it's a bone of contention with me because I think that the buyer should have more information so they can make an informed decision. That's not how real estate is designed right now. So with the bidding wars right now that you're getting, I call them a closed bid auction because no one knows. You, know, you have a property that's listed at $400,000 and buyers will come to me and they'll say, Mike, what should we put the offer in at? And I can't really give them that advice because it's driven on motivation of the purchaser. So if the buyer has lost the last five homes but they need to move in two weeks, they may put an offer in on that house for 40000 a 100000 more than what they're asking. That's where, where you have, a uh, again, an open auction. Where an open auction, everyone knows, everyone is on the same level playing field, and it's just open to offers. So you'll have, you know, 375, now 400, now 425, and everyone knows 
where the bid is. Everyone knows that if they bought the property, they bought it for a thousand more than the next person. Are fees any different or commissions uh, in an auction situation than than the regular commission sales? Yes, um, traditionally, uh, well, it depends on the property that we're we're auctioning. But if we we did some very difficult properties that one had been on the market for six years in Thunder Bay recently. And that one had an eight percent commission, and there was the the, the fees had the the marketing had to be paid up front, and the marketing is intense. We do so much marketing so, uh, for these properties all over the place. But to give you an example, that property hadn't sold in I believe six years. It was it was appraised at one point two million. We sold it for one million three hundred twenty five thousand in forty five days. So paying the eight percent plus paying the marketing fees, they really, really did quite well. And the New Brunswick property was the same thing. So the fee structure can be different. It depends on the property. Houses in general are quite easy to do. Fee structure is almost exactly the same. So, Mike, people can get in touch with you through Anchor Realty, uh, and uh, they can get more information online. Yes. Mike, thank you very much for taking time to be with us here on Ask BBB. Thanks. My pleasure. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Mike Marionwald, who is president of Anchor Realty and North American Auctioneers, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. After a brief break, we'll return to learn how to give your home maximum appeal. Thanks. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Linda Smith, CEO and president of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Welcome back to Ask BBB. Whether you are going to sell your home or continue to live in it, you want to get the most out of it. That could mean staging or redesign. We are joined now by Karen McMillan of Best Dressed Homes. Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB. Good morning. A statement on your website claims home staging isn't just for selling your home. It can also help you enjoy the home you're in. At what point do people call you for home redesign? Um, many people call me when... They, they're in their home. They love their home. They really don't have any intention of moving. They don't want to move. But they're tired of looking at the same things in the same places for years on end. And they just want a fresh new look. They don't want to invest a lot of money, but they want, they're willing to invest a little bit if necessary. They just need a fresh new look. So what we do when we go in is we take a look at, at what's there. What can we reuse in different ways, repurpose, um, edit, and um, and then we will spend the time doing that. And then we'll make recommendations on what additional pieces uh, would be ideal to finish that look. So maybe it just needs a, a piece of artwork, you know, to, to kind of finish the new look. Or maybe it needs, an, a, you know, a little accent table and a lamp or, or something like that. So we'll recommend how they can finish it off themselves or we can help them do that. So, Karen, that design is different than staging. Yes. Um, the ways that it differ is with redesign, It's we still keep it very personal. It's all about what pleases the homeowner, what makes them feel good in their home. With staging, we focus on what's going to maximize the value of the home, what's going to appeal to buyers, and essentially what's going to sell the home. It's not, it, it's very impersonal. Karen, what's the difference in costs between staging your home and redesign? So with redesign, 
um, typically you're looking at anywhere from about $500 to $1,000, depending on how much of the day is used. With staging, um, the costs really vary. Um, first of all, you have the consultation fee, which um, many realtors will cover. But then there's the actual staging of the property where we bring in uh, furnishings or artwork or accessories if needed. So the the fees there can vary greatly depending on the the neighborhood, the size of the home, whether it's vacant or occupied, and how much we need to bring in and how much time we're going to actually spend preparing, working in the warehouse, and then installing that day. Um, so that can range really anywhere from about, I would say, a thousand and to yeah, somewhere in the four to five thousand dollar range for a really large, um, you know, multi million dollar property. But normally you'd be looking at staging and expecting a return on your value of your investments. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yes. Karen, you've talked about redesign and about staging. Uh, your website also talks about uh, transition. So, so what is transition styling? So this is useful if you're transitioning to a smaller home or maybe combining two households. And we can spare you the trouble and expensive moving items you probably won't use in your new surroundings. We can help you decide what stays, what goes, and show you how to best utilize your existing furnishings and accessories in your new space to make it feel more like home right away. Karen, what should consumers look for when choosing a company like yours for home staging or the other services we've talked about today? Consumers should look for someone, ideally, who is BBB accredited, um, someone, a company that's insured, um, and, and well-trained. Karen, what is some of the training involved? Personally, I have a master in uh, Canadian staging professionals. Um, I'm a professional color consultant, a feng shui practitioner, and almost 15 years experience in the, these various fields. Who is your typical client? Well, um, I'm really not sure. I, I, I can say I have a typical client. I work with um, people who are selling their homes, of course, but also, um, as I said, people who are st staying in their homes, people who are building a new home and need help with the selections, um, anyone who's renovating, um, doing an addition. I work with investors who are flipping homes. So I do work with a wide variety of clients. And we want to thank you very much for working with us this morning uh, here on Ask BBB. Thanks for being our guest, Karen. Thank you so much. This is Ask BBB, and Karen McMillan of Best Dressed Homes has been our guest. Best Dressed Homes is an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. Search the BBB directory under Home Staging to find them and a link to their website. And when we return, things you shouldn't ask Siri or Alexa to do. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, President and CEO of the Better Business Bureau. On this portion of the program, we want to point out some scams recently reported in our region. And we'll also let you know about businesses that have achieved milestones in years of accreditation with the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Okay, let's start with the scams, Linda. In Windsor, police reported investigating three incidents of advanced fee loan scams. The swindler had set up a fraudulent company online, 
There was a Windsor address, so victims thought it was legitimate. Later investigation found that the address wasn't linked to the company. So how does the scam work? The victim applies for a loan online. They are promised the money but ask for an advance fee for processing and guarantee. They sent the fee, and then they didn't hear from the company ever again. So not only do they not get the loan, but they're out their fee money as well. The Windsor Police Service pointed out that it is against the law in Ontario for a company to ask for a fee in advance of issuing a loan. Of course, we agree with the recommendation to check out a company on the BBB directory. There was another scam in Owen Sound that we've been warned about. It's the scam that targets travellers, and it is being investigated by Owen Sound Police. The scammer was calling an Owen Sound hotel and asking for random room numbers. Once connected, they would tell the person they were calling from the front desk and that they had been overbilled. They then asked for the person's credit card number and information to process the refund. How much was lost in this one? Here's the good thing. Police said no one fell for the scam, but they put the information out so people are aware the scam is active in the area. If you are traveling and get such a call, hang up and go to the front desk to deal with it in person. But there was a bank fraud in Oxford County where money was lost. Yes, provincial police reported that a senior lost about $20,000 to a bank fraud. The victim got a call by a person who claimed to be a manager from their bank. They were told that a teller had stolen money from the victim's account and to catch the thief, they needed to take control of the victim's computer. Well, that doesn't sound good. Once they had control, they transferred about $20,000 to another account. So this scam is active. It appears so, yes. And if you get a call like this, call the bank directly with the number you have for them or call police to let them know you received a call like this. And do not give control of your computer or personal information to anyone. And there was another scam in Middlesex County. In this case, the loss was about $30,000 in a Bitcoin deal. Middlesex OPP reports that someone who claimed to be the chief executive of Bitcoin contacted a resident. The victim provided banking information and the money was taken. The lure in this case was a giant return of 130% on investment in this digital currency. And there's another very interesting scam that involves Alexa and Siri. This one is really tricky. You'll find details on BBB.org's website. We are getting more and more comfortable asking Siri for weather reports or getting Alexa to play music for us, even asking Google Assistant to turn up the heat on a, on a cool night. However, don't ask the device to look up a phone number for a company. Why is that? One recent victim told BBB.org Scam Tracker that she used voice search to find and call customer service for a major airline. She wanted to change her seat um, upon on the flight for an upcoming trip, but the scammer tried to trick her into paying $400 in prepaid gift cards by insisting the airline was running a special promotion. In another report, a consumer used Siri to call what he thought was the support number for his printer. Instead, he found himself connected to a tech support scam. Why does Siri or Alexa direct you to a scammer? Scammers create fake customer service numbers and bump them into the top of the search results, often by paying for ads. When Siri, Alexa, or another device search the voice search, the algorithm may accidentally pick up the scam number. And Linda, there are tips on the BBB website to help avoid this scam. As a matter of fact, we'd point out that you can learn a lot on the BBB.org website. It's worth visiting as a part of your daily routine just to check out the latest scams. 
Now we want to send a shout out to accredited businesses that have achieved milestones with the Better Business Bureau. Congratulations first to Michael and Mary Godwin of Family Home Improvement in Windsor. This month, they mark 40 years of accreditation with the BBB. And a company familiar to people in London and, for that matter, across Canada, and now in the U.S., Good Life Fitness marks 35 years of accreditation. Marking 30 years is Best Plumbing and Drainage Contractors. Congratulations to owner Sean Ashworth and his staff. Blue Boy Cleaning Services in London was first accredited in 1994, so congratulations to owner Andrew Eiselmeyer on 25 years. And there are three companies marking 20 years this month, Donald Dickerson and staff of Dickinson Management of Ilderton, London Custom Truck and Car Repair, and Thomas Roofing London have all maintained accreditation for two decades. Congratulations to each of these businesses. And that's our time for Ask BBB. Remember, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.